Well, confirmation today from Cricket Australia that it was actually used to tamper with the ball in that test in Cape Town. It wasn't yellow tape. I thought it was yellow tape all along. It was actually sandpaper. And that really seems to make it so much worse. And Steve Smith, David Warner, banned for a year by Cricket Australia. Cameron Bancroft, banned for nine months. It obviously makes the International Cricket Council look very, very weak. There are plenty of people to speak to about this. But I must say that for me is... Someone who works on radio, it's a huge honor to welcome Jim Maxwell to 702. Jim is the voice of cricket in Australia. He's been with the Australian Broadcasting Corporation for a very, very long time. I think you could easily call him the longest-serving cricket commentator in the world, and he joins me now. Jim, it's such an honor. Thank you so much for your time. Hello, Stephen. Good afternoon. How are you? And how's everyone who's listening to your show? Yeah, very, very well. Thank you. Very worried about your Australian cricket team. I mean, I've been trying to think. I know your country's incredibly upset about it. I mean, sandpaper that was being used. Can you get into their minds a little bit for us? What do you think drove them to it? Yes, it's a fair question, I suppose. Um, uh, given the situation that we've seen in the series with the very competitive uh, test matches being played, uh, well, look, um, I, I think Australia obviously got a little bit behind in the game and they were trying to catch up. And David Warner's mind has gone a wandering there. Uh, and uh, whether or not it's the, the only occasion they've done it or not, I'm not so sure. That's what they're saying. But um, I think he was driven to, to come up with a ruse and concocted this idea, and they got Cam Bancroft to, to help him out to divert attention from himself as uh, you know, the principal uh, ball handler polisher down there at mid-off and mid-on. And um, it looks like that, you know, they, between them all, with David Warner's, um, inspiration, so to speak. Uh, he's decided that uh, perhaps they could make the ball do a little bit more or at least change its condition to, to get another one um, by using sandpaper on the ball, which um, when you think about it, it's probably going to have a, a, a bit more uh, of a, a damaging effect on one side of it than playing around with something sticky that picks up some dirt and you put it in your pocket. Sounds a very complicated process, the other one that they were advertising uh, the other day. So, um, yes, that, that's what occurred, and um, it clearly it, it was a very naughty thing to do, and to think that they could get away with it as well. So I'm not sure where their minds were, but um, they weren't strong enough on the job, and nor was Steve Smith in not being vigilant, smarter, in saying, what the hell are you doing? No, 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 we're not going to do this. It's ridiculous. Um, so somewhere between the three of them, all this has come about. Um, and, you know, it's it, it's uh, it, it's failed past the test, so to speak, because the scrutiny of the television cameras caught up with them and um, they, uh, they didn't get away with it. So uh, it was a pretty uh, brazen, blatant act. Yeah, and, and as a, a result of being found out for doing that, uh, we have this situation where three players have been suspended and uh, Australian cricket looks to the rest of the world like um, it has, as they say, reluctantly, um, particularly on the part of Burke's CEO, James Sutherland, they've been cheating. Uh, even today, he, he finally sort of used the, the word in referring to uh, this uh, misdemeanour breach of the, the code, the spirit of cricket, 
And so that's what some people are referring to it as. And uh, he'd been reluctant to go there. He's been very conservative. Maybe he was fearing some legal repercussion. But um, there it is, unfortunately, and there's probably a little bit more to the story to come if um, uh, we're trying to follow all of this through because we've gone from uh, having the sticky tape uh, to sandpaper. So what else wasn't uh, altogether accurate in what was told to the world when the first... uh, when the news of the story broke in the first place. You know, Jim, that really gets to the heart of this in a way. If you think about things that they've been saying, that it was taped, that it was just the leadership groups, and now it's just three people, and they say they haven't you done this before, it does make it very difficult to believe as more and more of this comes out. If I were involved in the International Cricket Council, I would be looking at the, I mean, the in my view, ridiculous one-match ban that was handed down, and I would think to myself, you know, we actually have a lot of work to do here. Uh, yes, that's that's probably the case. Or, you know, there have been plenty of incidences of, of people that tampering with the ball, trying to alter its condition, uh, but n- not in such a premeditated way, I suppose. And most of it's been a bit more I- impulsive than, than this. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess the ICC's answer to that is that, uh, you know, this is the penalty uh, under the, the, the law regarding misconduct. And, and that's, you know, that's how it's been applied. Uh, I wonder how many other countries in the world would have taken such strong action against its players as Australia has done. I mean, plenty of people that, uh, in Australia to think, uh, you know, the, the ban should be longer. But I mean, just as many think, well, uh, the fact that they've been found out, they, they made a mistake. Is it a hanging offence? Everyone's treating it a bit like that. Um, is this the punishment that it deserves? And Cricket Australia has certainly made an example of the players involved, I suppose, to ensure uh, that the good name of cricket isn't blotched by someone else attempting to do something like this in, in the future. You might remember uh, Shane Warne missed out in the tournament opening, found to use a, a diuretic, uh, you know, a masking drug, and uh, he got 12 months for that. Offence. Um, so, you know, it, it's hard to weigh these things up. And a lot of people would say that because Warner appears to be the instigator of this, he should get um, more of a, a sentence, a heavier punishment uh, than Smith. But the problem there is, of course, that Smith is the captain and it was on his watch. And even though he may not have known everything about it when it uh, was uh, contrived by Bancroft and Warner, He's running the ship, and uh, he should have been more vigilant, smarter in dealing with it and nipping it in the bud. But, um, yeah, the, the, there'll be various attitudes out there about the sentences. And, of course, the players do have seven days uh, to appeal if they want to, and that in itself raises an interesting specter as to the direction of all this because, um, you know, Warner, Warner's career could really be uh, finished as a result of it. Smith, um, maybe not so. Uh, he's going to come back in 12 months. But I suspect that uh, Warner is uh, persona non grata with Australian cricket after this incident. And uh, even when the band finishes, uh, he probably won't be selected again. 
Jim, I've been struck by the reaction in Australia, and let me just sort of explain by what I what I mean by that. In that, you know, I mean, I remember, you know, living here, the Hansi Cronier thing, very important time for all of us, a very difficult time for South African cricket. Um, but but in this case, you really seem to have everyone in Australia, from the Prime Minister down, lining up to give the team a good kicking, to give these three people a good kicking. It's a very intense reaction with really no one coming to their defense in Australia. Why has that reaction been so intense? I mean, there must surely be some sort of uh, backstory or preface to why people in Australia are so angry at what on the face of it looks like one or two single incidents. Well, I suppose it comes back to the morality of it all, and it's clearly a case for most people of behavior like this is just not cricket. I mean, cricket is Australia's national game. Uh, people have a, a high amount of respect for the Australian Test cricket captain. It's said that he's, he's probably a more respected figure in Australia than the Prime Minister. And I think, that, you know, with that comes a certain responsibility to behave and play the game according to the laws. We, you know, Australians always played they sport pretty hard, like like South Africans do. Um, but uh, I, I think this is but that that line that's been talked about recently with uh, Australia's behaviour on the field. Uh, no one seems to know quite where the line is, uh, but they've got a pretty good idea now. I mean, once you go as far as Australia have in in, in, in breaking that trust uh, with the people who support the game, uh, in, in pulling off a stunt like this. Um, then you, you're really in strife with a, a country that, that prides itself on, you know, despite a bit of larrikinism here and there, um, at least playing the game um, within the, the laws. And that's why I guess people are, are so upset given that sport has, has been the vehicle through which Australian culture has been presented to the world uh, for so long now, perhaps more than in many other countries. Uh, it, it is the, the beacon uh, that we have leading us in, in Australia in terms of how we present ourselves to the world uh, in playing sport, a hard sport, competitive and, and winning a, a lot more than losing, it seems, when it comes to cricket. But uh, this little battle has been badly lost by a, a, an extra, extraordinary um, misjudgment of... Um, of, how, of what they should do in the course of a game. Jim Maxwell, thank you very much indeed, sir. It's been an honour to talk to you. Longest serving cricket commentator in the world and, of course, with the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Jim, thank you very much indeed. Eight-